Thanks for tuning into this week's message. For more resources and information about Cedar Valley, please visit cvchurch.org. So nice to see you. Welcome to the party. Are you excited to be at the party? Great big weekend for us. Cultivate Conference yesterday was absolutely awesome. Thank you for being here for that. Today, our house party, the launch of Life Group season, the fall season 2022. Man, how cool is that? We've got over 65 adult life groups active and in motion starting today. And then, of course, the Broncos open their season tomorrow night. Life is so good. Stand to your feet. Let's get right to our primary text this morning. We'll be reading out of the book of Acts chapter 2 this morning, verses 42 through 47. I'll be reading from the NLT version. If you don't have a Bible, we have Bibles for you right on the tabletops. Feel free to grab uh, that. Before we uh, read our Bible, just want to say welcome to those of you watching online. Welcome to our guests here in the room. What a privilege to be in service with you today. Let's read. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miracles, signs, and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshiped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for such an amazing service up to this point. Thank you for your presence that we just know is in this room. We can feel your presence in this room. Holy Spirit, over the course of the next 20 minutes, we just give you full access to our heart. We ask you to take the distractions of of our mind for this week, for this day, and just set them aside so we can completely focus our attention on you. I pray specifically for those who are in the room today with a heavy heart, carrying a heavy burden. Lord, I just pray that you would touch them, that they would feel your peace in this moment right now. Thank you, God, that you are going to speak to us In Jesus' precious name we pray and together everybody said amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being here. Man, what a great job, Pastor Ty. Let's put our hands together for our kids department. Pastor Ty does such a great job. Our kiddos in service today. Welcome, kids. It's so nice to have you sitting with your parents or sitting with your grandparents or sitting with your friends. We're so thrilled to have you. You have made this morning's service so much better. We love your energy. We love your smiles. We love your questions. Thank you so much for being here. But let me just pick up right where Ty left off. Here's the big question that I have for everybody. What happens after you have an encounter with Jesus? What a story. What a story. Every believer in the house today, every believer in the house today has a story of their encounter with Jesus. You are a believer in Christ. You are a follower of Christ. After you have your face-to-face moment with Jesus, where did this man, like Ty said, this deer get up and run off to? Where did he go? What did he do? What happens after you encounter Jesus? 
you know that this is true. It is the beginning of the Christian life. After you experience salvation, which is God's work, a supernatural experience that only God can do, only Jesus can give salvation. It's the beginning of life. You and I both share in one thing. We all have a story. We all have a story of when we met Jesus. Somebody introduced Jesus to you, whether that be in a Sunday school room years ago or maybe sitting in one of our services within the last few months. Everybody in this room, we share in having an experience with Jesus. And we know that everything changes uh, when Jesus is alive inside of you, right? When the kingdom of God now lives inside of you, everything changes. And when, when Jesus lives inside of you, when the kingdom of God lives inside of you, you begin to see what he sees. You begin to feel the passion that he has, correct? And this is what you'll learn. You'll learn this about God, that people are the bullseye of his heart. People are the bullseye of God's heart. And that's what we learn when we encounter Jesus. Today we're going to work through our passages. I want you to know that we're going to work through this, this passage in the New International uh, Version. And so if you want to follow with me, we'll begin right at the beginning. Uh, they, they meaning the church, believers, right? So just, just so you know, right? So Peter has just finished preaching this, this great message where the Bible says that 3,000 people responded to his message. Like he got up and preached this great message. The Bible says that his words pierced their hearts. They came, they, they, they responded to his, to his words and dedicated their life to Jesus. And so now they, is the, the, the Bible is, is, is talking about they, the church, the people. This is what they did after their encounter with Jesus. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings. They devoted, which means to attend constantly. Like it's an all-consuming thing when you meet Jesus, when your life has been transformed by the power of Jesus, the kingdom now lives within you. And then everything about your life changes. You kind of take your plan and set it aside and you begin to seek out God's plan for your life. And that's what these new believers did. They, they, took, on, they took on what God's plan was for their life. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. And I love that because, you know, they, they relied. They relied on the apostles' teaching. They relied on what the, the, the apostles would teach them about who Jesus was and what he had done. They relied. They didn't have the, the Bible like we have the Bible today. They would go and learn. They would go and learn of the, of the prophecies, of the promises. They would go and learn of, of, the, of the books that they had from the Old Testament, kind of similar to what we experience on Sunday mornings. Like we come, we gather, we sit under our pastor's teaching. And, and what our job is to do is to hear it, to learn it, and then to go live it. That's what they devoted themselves to do. They were consistent in going and learning and gleaning from what the apostles were teaching. Here's what we can learn from the early believers, that real community is devoted to the truth of what we learn. That is real community. We learn it, we absorb it, and then we go out and we live it. 
That's what real community is all about. We see this uh, as true to the early believers. The verse goes on to say that they also devoted themselves to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. We see these essentials for the believers. These are essentials for believers still to this day. But the word fellowship, the original Greek word here is koinonia. koinonia. Say koinonia. Koinonia really uh, is, is to share in something to share in something. The church is meant to worship God and to to learn his word together, to share. Like what we've done this morning is koinonia. We've shared together in worship. We've shared together in laughter. We've shared together in prayer. That's what this word koinonia, when they devoted themselves to fellowship, they're devoting themselves to sharing life together. That's God's intention for his church, for his people, is to live life together, to share our lives with one another. The other elements are great. Breaking of bread, to remember, to sit and share communion with each other, and to remember the work of the cross. It's an essential for every believer today to remember what Jesus has done and to pray one with another. You don't even realize how amazing it is when you're in your house, in your groups, praying together, seeking God together. It's one of the essentials for every believer today. The verse goes on to say, All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had in need. Every day they continued this devotion. They continued. It was regular. It was all consuming when you meet Jesus, when you experience Jesus. It changes your life. Jesus comes and changes your life. Your focus is different. Your priorities are different. What you used to do is not the same as what you are currently doing because Jesus has radically changed your life. They continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere sincere hearts. They did this regularly. Tells us this, that real community is devoted to each other. After you experience Jesus, after the kingdom of God lives inside of you, your focus begins to be on other people. We see this true with the believers. In the beginning, the the first believers, they they were devoted to the scriptures. They they were devoted to what they learned. And they were also devoted to each other. They shared communion with one another. They sold what they had in extra so that they could take care of the needs around them. We see this as true in our local serves today. we're, We're asking groups, go out and do a local serve. Go and share in a local serve together. Go and sit in your room and, and discuss the word of God together. Go experience that together. Go and share in that together. The Bible in, in, in the NLT says that they worshiped together. How beautiful when group leaders welcome you to their home and they say, hey, can we just stand up to our feet? We don't have our amazing band, but can we just, for a moment, can we just worship the Lord? Can we just lift our voice and worship God together? Such a beautiful thing when those things take place. The verse goes on to say, and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. I love this part of it because that's God's work 
God added to their number every single day those who were being saved. It tells me that this was a doors wide open kind of approach, right? Like we know that God does the heart work. He's the one that moves on the heart of mankind. What, what God can do in a moment, no human could ever accomplish in a, in, a, in a lifetime. This is God's work. God grew the church. This is what it reminds me of is that Cedar Valley, we are not a country club. This is not just for us. We see this true in the early days. There must have been an outward approach. There must have been a doors wide open mentality. Those who were teaching and leading said, our doors are open to people. Invite your friends. Invite your family. Invite the poor. Invite the broken. Invite anybody who wants to come in and learn about Jesus. The Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Which reminds me of this, and you know this, this is where we've been. Real community is committed to the mission. What's the mission? Go and make disciples. Go and make disciples. When you encounter Jesus, when you come face to face with Jesus, when the kingdom of God lives inside of you, your focus becomes missional. It now becomes about going and making disciples at Cedar Valley. This is how we say it. This is the mission. Leading people, the heartbeat of God, the bullseye of God's heart, leading people from where they are to where God wants them to be. Real community lives on mission to lead people from wherever they are to where God wants them to be. When the kingdom of God lives inside of you, this becomes the focus. This becomes the focus every single day. This is Monday's focus, Tuesday's focus, Wednesday's focus, Thursday's Thursday's focus, Friday's focus, Saturday's focus, and Sunday's focus. This is the focus of a believer. This is our focus. The watching community was greatly impacted by what they saw from the early church. The watching community was greatly impacted by what they saw, by what they felt, by what they heard from the early church. Let it be true of us here at Cedar Valley Church that the watching community is greatly impacted, eternally impacted by what they see, by what they hear, and by what they feel by this church, by this body of believers who are devoted to what we hear and learn about Jesus. We learn it, we absorb it, and we go live it. Let it be true of us by how we form real community and then begin to care for other people. And let it be true of us as, as, as we, as real community, live out on mission. Our big so what for you is this. Don't miss the opportunity to live in real community. Life transformation happens in real community. Discipleship happens in real community. Sunday morning, coming on Sunday morning alone will not sustain you. You've got to be gathered in godly community. We see this as evidence in the early church. We've received great measures of hope. And now we take this hope to the world that we live in. We have all been given great measures of hope. Now we take that hope to the world. 
their life, the early believers, their life were marked by these things. The way they lived out their faith, their life was, they, it was marked by these things. We are a church and God, we are the church and we are God's plan for humanity. How is God gonna touch this world? How is God gonna touch this community through his church? The kingdom of God now lives inside of you. The kingdom of God now lives inside of you. So our big so what today, it's simple. Get into a life group, get into a group. You've gotta be surrounded by good people. You've gotta be surrounded by good people. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna sit in our seats for about four minutes and we're gonna let our worship team minister to us a song that talks about the kingdom of God living inside of us. And as soon as that song is finished, group leaders and coaches, you're gonna make your way to the platform. As soon as it's finished, you're just gonna make your way to the platform right away. And we are gonna commission you into another season of ministry here at Cedar Valley. And when that's take done, we're gonna go into the atrium and we are going to party together. It's a house party. It's a, you know, when that, when that thing happened, and all this mess, it turned into a house party. It was a house party. They saw something they had never seen before and it caused them to rejoice. It's exactly what happens in us when the kingdom of God is inside of us. It causes us to rejoice. Would you close your eyes right there? Yeah, Father, we thank you for your presence that is in this room right now. We can feel your presence in this room. God, thank you that we are the bullseye of your heart. We are the apple of your eye. We matter so much to you. You love us, but you also love every other human being in this world. You love the people in this community. And we are the answer to the community around us. Father, thank you for Cedar Valley Church, the ministry of Cedar Valley Church. Thank you for the placement of Cedar Valley Church. We love our neighborhood. And now that the kingdom of God now lives inside of us, God, help us, help us, help us to live out our faith to those around us. In Jesus' precious name, we pray and everyone together said.